it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus It's showtime. You know I'm right on football right here on the Chris Landry Football Network. Week three, Joe Calabrese and Nick Thirst here. And, of course, we're here through all the games here, courtesy of our friends at American Bet Experts. Visit nj.pointsbet.com and enter the promo code, all caps, one word, free cash, to get your bets ready to go. But, Joe, we'll start it off like we always start off and – of course, there's always some injuries to go through to start off the weekend. Joe, why don't you get everybody up to date on that? Yeah. I mean, so everybody was hurt last week. Uh, there were very How many countless players were hurt last week? We had Saquon. So we had Christian McCaffrey all down last week. So uh, this week's a little bit different. Uh Right now, the biggest thing that I'm seeing is that uh, Julio Jones may not play. Uh, according to NFL.com's Ian Rappaport, uh, Julio Jones appeared questionable on the injury report this week, and he's trending uh, on the bleak side. So that's something to keep in mind. The Falcons have already started 0-2. Yes. They haven't really looked good out of the gate. Uh, Debo Samuel for the 49ers. He's expected to play today. So obviously the 49ers, uh, they're playing the Giants. They're in New York again. So this is their second straight week playing in New York. Uh, from there on out, uh, everything is pretty much where it's supposed to be. I think Kenny Galladay for the Lions is going to play. Uh, that game's at 4 o'clock this afternoon. Uh, the Lions are playing the Cardinals, your Cardinals, with uh, with Kyle Murray. So, uh yeah, and then the, the Raiders had some questions on the injury report this week, but it seems like Josh Jacobs and Darren Waller are going to both play. So the Raiders are playing new, the Patriots in New England um, 1 o'clock today. And another big thing here for the Watt family, you got three Watt guys playing in one game today. They're TJ and JJ. They're all going to play together. Steelers versus Texans. And, of course, we'll get into that, but – I want to talk about a must-win, the Texans. What a horrendous start for a schedule. They got to do the Chiefs, 
I got to do the Ravens, not the Steelers. That's a <laughs> brutal, brutal stretch spot. to start the season. Yeah, we got our, we got our first question here from Russman. Did the lack of preseason this year have an effect on the increased number of injuries so early in the season? Absolutely, no doubt about it. Everyone says preseason sucks. You know they don't need that. They needed it because that no one's no one was in shape. Uh, we're really not going to really seeing like really strong quality football until next month. And they needed at least two games. Uh, it's, it's just tough to go right into a season. Even when they had, like, the holdout for the strike, you know, years ago, they still had a preseason. Yeah, to me, it seemed like what we've seen over the course of the first couple of weeks. And uh, you said this, you know, a couple of weeks ago. You said that uh, it's very possible that this, something like this could happen. And we're seeing it. Uh, we have to see how the next couple of weeks plays out. But so – the preseason uh, usually is four games. Uh, obviously, their NFL is still looking to cut down, right? You know, they're going to add the regular season games. So my thinking is that what they could do is this probably proves that you need some type of preseason before the, the, the start of the regular season. But to me, I think it makes more sense to do only two games and maybe do a couple of organized scrimmages or give the teams the, the flexibility to do their own organized scrimmages and then to have the preseason games, obviously you use that one game as a dress rehearsal. Uh, coaches can determine what they want to do with their roster in terms of depth and stuff. So to me, that makes sense. But yeah, I think the preseason has definitely had an effect on injuries so far. Yeah. And the other thing is your jets, they're playing dirty at MetLife. Dressman has the field quality of stadiums increased the ACL specific injuries. Uh, since you were watching this game locked in specifically at MetLife with the 49ers who complained about the field, by the way, they had the league go investigate and passed all protocols. So there's nothing wrong with the turf, but good question here nonetheless. Yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, so the the whole MetLife stadium, uh, the problems with the field, that's not really too new. I I, I think it has been a a previous complaint of teams and players that have come into MetLife and, and played games against the Giants and the Jets before. So absolutely nothing new. Uh, they pretty much wasted over a billion dollars building an aluminum can in the middle of the swamp, right? So, uh, you know, you get what you pay for. You know, unfortunately, the money that went to the stadium, just they they funneled it in to just to try to complete it as quickly as they possibly could. And, yeah, one I know MetLife Stadium is big, but one of the worst stadiums in the country. It's just there's nothing to it. There's nothing. No, special there's nothing to it. There's nothing special to it, and because of the location it is in, because of where it is, obviously the field needs different levels of maintenance than possibly other fields around the NFL. So there, it's definitely something that's going to come up again. Uh, you know, we'll see. There are definitely things that they can do to take care of it a little bit better. Maybe they can, uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't blow up the, the entire field like uh, like Bane style and the Dark Knight Rises, but uh, to me, there's probably work that they could do underneath the stadium or underneath the field to maybe adjust the quality. So we'll see what happens in the next couple of years. We got about it. Hopefully the next stadium is much better in like 30 years. And maybe who knows, maybe the Jets finally moving to Manhattan like they were supposed to, but Mayor Bloomberg blocked that, but 
think that I think that would have been great for Manhattan to, uh, to have their own stadium, especially with concerts and whatnot. But the biggest issue with the MetLife Stadium is that there's no there's no roof. If they had the dome, then they would have uh, had the Super Bowl like every three years. What was it like one point six billion dollars or something like that? If I'm putting a billion dollars into a stadium, <sighs> hell yeah, I'm gonna get a roof. Hell yeah, I'm gonna put it in a roof. All you know these what? places. Next time they should just have Steve Cohen buy build a stadium. <laughs> yeah, Steve Cohen buying uh, every single New York team is the answer to, to all of our problems. All right. So, of course, we got to get through all the games of the week here. Football week started off with Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic beating those Jacksonville Jaguars. They did. Uh, and comment here from Sports Jackie, big fan of the show, Jackie Daly. No dome, lol. Yeah, absolutely, no absolutely ridiculous. I mean, so so silly. But you know, we went through our news and notes. Now it's time for our NFL games picks, and we got to just jump right into it here. And we're going to start off with the game I mentioned before, and that is the Houston Texans taking on the Pittsburgh Bird Steelers. Steelers. Steelers favored by four points. Uh, of course, Deshaun Watson is always capable of some high offensive efficiency, but I will take the Steelers with the points here. But the line is courtesy of points bet, and that's a good time to remind all of our listeners to head on over to visit nj.pointsbet.com and enter the promo code FREECASH, all caps, one word, and you can place your bets. Hopefully, Joe wins you some money today, but of course... If if he if he needs to do some money, he's not liable. So you could always, <laughs> always just leave him a comment on next week's show if you're ang- if you're angry. All yes. right. So of course we're gonna we're starting off with, like I said, the the, the, te- the Texans taking on the Steelers. I think the Steelers are one of if not the best team in the AFC, and I think Big Ben is back. Jackie says battle of the facial hair. Uh, Big Ben. You know, he's ready to go. We'll see how J.J. Watt does to wreck, to wreck him. But uh, Steelers' offense is good, and their defense is just so much better, Joe. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think the over the course of the, the, the second game against the Broncos last week, uh, the Steelers' defense started wearing down a little bit, but obviously they held on to win. Uh, I think this matchup is pretty comparable. Uh, obviously, Deshaun Watson's one of the best players in the NFL, but as we've seen the first couple of weeks, the Texans have struggled to uh, sustain long drives against better defenses. They've settled for field goals. Uh, they went down against the Ravens last week. They dug themselves too far of a hole that they couldn't get out of. So uh, I do think that the Steelers having uh, two straight home games right out of the gate against teams who are competitive and frisky but not as good as them uh, definitely favors Steelers. Uh, as what I'm seeing right now on points bet, they are a minus four point favorite. Uh, so last week I felt comfortable about laying the points with the Steelers. Obviously they didn't cover, uh, but that's not going to deter me from wanting to do the same thing this week. Uh, it's not in either of our top five best plays, but I do think the Steelers are the better team. I think they, the Texans are dead, definitely heading in the wrong direction. Uh, and I think that that uh, one o'clock start time in Pittsburgh obviously is going to make a little bit of difference for the travel. As long as Bain doesn't show up and, and like you mentioned, and block the field. Field. right. Uh, then, yeah, uh, so, yeah. So I like the Steelers today. I love Juju. I think he's going to have a big game. I would use him in DFS. Uh, yeah. So let's, we'll lay. 
Right. Next game, I think this is this is. I mean, there's a lot of must wins, but the Vikings got to win here. They got they're taking on the Tennessee Titans, and this is this is going to be a big one. It's, it's going to be very important here to keep an eye on, and I just think that out of desperation, pure desperation here, I believe that the Minnesota Vikings, who are <clears throat> undergoing by two and a half, they need to just come out in this game. They're going to win. I would be surprised if, if it's uh, not a close game, uh, but especially with the points here, I think you you have to go with the Vikings they have. Uh, of course, uh, Kirk Cousins, who a lot of people are saying he hasn't uh, lived up expectations, but I think he, 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 you know, he showed a lot in that um, the big game last year in the playoffs. And losing Stefan Diggs is just horrendous. It's a big loss. And there's no doubt about it that uh, that it's hurt the team so far on the season. I, I do like the Titans, what they're doing, of course. I think they're a 9-7 and seven team. And they're, they're, definitely, uh, they're definitely dangerous. But I'm going to go with the, the Vikings here, uh, especially with the fact that they are getting the two and a half points. Joe, what, what do you think uh, on that game, Titans? Titans Vikings. Yeah, this is very close. Uh, I forgot what I saw during the week, but there was a, a statistic or a, a tweet regarding Mike Zimmer and the Vikings playing at home and how basically they are one of the, I wouldn't say lock, but they're uh, kind of similar stat that we gave with the 49ers last week. They're just very, very good at covering at home. Uh, so I think the Vikings are 0-2. I think the Titans are 2-0. I think the Vikings absolutely need this game more. I think a lot of people probably saw last week uh, Kirk Cousins did not have a good performance at all. Uh, he's basically painfully average. You know, his career record is right at 500. Uh, but I do like the Vikings to come out and show here, uh, despite all the injuries. I think they'll play their one of their best games of the season. Uh, I'm willing to pick the Vikings straight up, but getting the two and a half, you know, just. Regardless, give me it. It's two and a half. It's three. Uh, but yeah, so I like the Vikings to cover today. Yeah, no doubt about it. And uh, I think it's a must. They, they, need to, they need to win this game. Otherwise, they're, they're probably going to be going to be down in this season. Next game up. Talk about must win games. You got the Falcons, <laughs> and, the Falcons and the Bears. What the heck oh, is wrong with the Falcons? I, I can't be, I can't believe what happened last week. I think they're gonna go in such a downward spiral after that debacle against Dallas. Dallas should have should have lost. What a gift there. And I'm all in on the Bears. I love I like Mitch Trubisky. Uh they they, they, they beat the Lions, they beat the Giants. Not easily, but they beat them. I think they're gonna just continue rolling this. Bears getting two and a half. Give me the Bears with the points. I think Trubisky and the yeah, Bears are in the, going in the right direction here. Yeah, this this line is a little weird to me. I think a lot of uh, 
I don't know. I feel I feel like they're they're counting on a lot of people just seeing that the Falcons are at home and um, maybe like the offense shows up and maybe this is a higher scoring game. And if that's a higher scoring game, maybe the Bears can't really keep up. But I think David Montgomery had a really good game against the Giants last week and the Giants defense the first two weeks is overall they look solid. And, you know, they haven't really been the reason why the like they've lost either particular game. But David Montgomery had a huge week last week. I think he's going to have a big week again this week. Yeah, so I'm 100% with you. Uh, I don't like Trubisky as much as you do, but I think the Bears' defense is good. Uh, I think they're playing a team that has a Swiss cheese-type defense. Uh, obviously, their two games, the first two weeks of the season, have been the higher-scoring games. So to me, it wouldn't surprise me if this is a higher-scoring game. Uh, but I do like the Bears like you. And again, like this, this line is just... It's a little weird to me. The Falcons have not looked good the first two weeks. They've given up a boatload of points, yet they're favorites at home. Uh, but they, again, they are less than three-point favorites, so that means that they're telling you that they like the Bears probably a little more because they're not giving the, the usual three to the home team. But yeah, so I'm going to pick the Bears like you. All right, so so far we're going to grants on all three games. Yes. Now, this, is, this is the game here which I would not touch. I wouldn't touch this game. The, the Raiders headed to Gillette to play the Patriots. S- Raiders getting six and a half, which is a big line. Uh, it's a huge I, line. I, I love the way the Raiders are playing right now. But I do know, too. This is, this is, this is a, you know, again, this is a must win game for the Patriots. You know why? Yes. They're playing the Chiefs next week. Right. So if they're one and two and the Bills are rolling, Josh Allen potentially MVP. I mean, the way we think the guy's playing right now, they need to win this game. Uh, Cam Newton looked pretty good on Saturday Night Football. I don't like the, the play they called up at the end of the game where they should have at least did a, a play-action play-action or a run-pass option, not just literally letting him run. Everyone knew he was going to run. They stopped him. Your guy, Jamal Adams, threw his helmet. Uh, <laughs> they had to do it to play, and the Seahawks win. So they should have won that game. But uh, got to love the way that John Gruden's last Vegas Raiders are playing yeah. right now. Uh, but Josh Jacobs is questionable for this game, and right now he's been um, he's been he's been a superstar for the Raiders. So uh, I wouldn't bet in this game, but for the sake of the show, give me the give me the Raiders with the points, six and a half. But I do think the Patriots win this game. See, I'm going the opposite direction uh, for all the reasons that you said at the very beginning. So I agree with you. I think the Raiders have been very good right out of the gate. I don't think that's really a surprise. I think the fact that you gave John Gruden two years to help construct a little bit of a, a roster. Now they have talent. Uh, Derek Carr has been playing very good. Josh Jacobs has been awesome. And they have skill guys around him. And the defense is, I wouldn't say good, but it's improving. Uh, it's definitely kind of past that league average point. You know, it's kind of on the rise. Uh, but do not think that the Raiders' strong play, or I don't think they, they're, they're going to play this strongly and have that consistently throughout the regular season. Uh, I agree. This is a must-win for New England. I think the Patriots are going to win this game because, again, next week is Kansas City. They do not want to go into that Kansas City game at 1-2 with the possibility of going to 1-3, which is something the Patriots haven't seen in a while. So I think they're going to bowl out today. Uh, I think the Raiders coming from the West Coast to the East Coast, one o'clock game, uh, I think that's going to play a factor here. Uh, I think we saw last week the Patriots start to trust Cam Newton more. He looked like the Cam Newton of old, making superstar-type plays. 
especially big throws. His arm looked great, which I think was a, a big time concern. So the Raiders are a good team. Yes. But I think the circumstances in this game all align more towards the new England side of things, which is why one of my best bets of the week, I got them at five and a half. Now the line is six and a half. So again, it's very steep. I don't blame you for taking the points with the Raiders, but I'm laying the points with the Patriots. I think they get it done. I have, they, I think they have their, one of their biggest games of the season this week. Great question from Brustman. Derek Carr, comeback player of the year possibility. I think you're looking yes. at the battle of the comeback player of the year possibilities today. It's yes, going to be Carr, Carr, Cam Newton. Correct. Right? Correct. You Can't just be, took the words right else. out of my mouth. Yep. Have anybody else? Great question there. Thank you, Brustman. We love the questions. Keep them rolling in. We'll be, be getting to them throughout the show. All right, next game up here, you got the bewildered, beaten down San Francisco 49ers staying in New Jersey. They love that MetLife turf, taking on the New York Giants with Devontae Freeman leading the way. Joe, I, I this is another game where I just – I don't think I'd bet. Uh, I, I don't think I'd bet on this one. But, you know, everybody, all everybody, right now it's the three-and-a-half line with the, the 49ers' favorite, but – Earlier in the week, it was a lot higher. A lot of money's coming into the Giants right now. Everyone really thinks they're going to win this game. Me, I'm going to take – I would go money line on the 49ers in this game. Uh, I think the Giants will, will keep it close. They're going to come out. They're going to look terrible in the beginning. They'll get like a late touchdown. It'll come It'll come close. And in the end, the Giants just won't be able to get it done. So that's that's the way I'm leaning. But remember, I did say before the season in our prediction show, 49ers not a playoff team this year. I think that's going to be the case. but. The Giants are also on a playoff team. Joe, where are you leaning on this one? Two very fair points. Uh, I I have the Giants money line. Uh, I think this game is ripe for them to take. I think the Giants defense over the course of the first two weeks of the season has actually been a strong point for the team. I think James Bradbury has been very good. I think he's been a very good player for them. The defensive line is solid. Uh, linebackers have played solid. Uh, Lorenzo Carter has been good. So the defense, I like what Joe Judge is doing. I think there's a lot of improvement over the course of the first two weeks. San Francisco is playing their backup quarterback. They're still playing most of their backups. Uh, yes, we, we mentioned before that they're going to probably get Debo Samuel in. But uh, again, they're, they're running back stable. It, it's still uh, banged up. Uh, I think the Giants are going to be able to at least use uh, their strong defensive performances to at least keep themselves in the game. And I think with the injuries that the 49ers have sustained on defense, I think the circumstances having them play a second consecutive week on the and they're playing on this field, which is the same field that they complained about last week. Uh, I think there's enough that's riding uh, to the side of the Giants that not only are they worth a bet here, uh, I think in most spots they're plus three or plus three and a half, which is, you know, pretty good in this spot. Uh, but in mo- I, I have them, you know, money line. Uh, I think they're worth throwing some money down on the money line. So uh, they're one of my five this week. You know, right. I, I understand you're a little bit pessimistic about the Giants, but I think it's a good spot for them. So I think gonna- if, the Gi- if the Giants are going to win a game, it's going to be this one. But right. uh, until I see them win a game, I can't. I can't bet on them. Uh, Nick it's Mullins fair. is good enough of a backup quarterback to me to have, have enough faith in, in the 49ers. So I don't like it all. Next game up, 
give me the give it's it's uh it's this is an easy one for me. You got the Bengals and Joe Burrow headed to like a financial take on the Eagles. You give me Bengals plus five and a half. I'll take that. I think there's no doubt about that. I wouldn't be surprised if the Bengals went out right here. And last week you saw the Eagles lose and Carson Wentz, despite there being no fans in the stands, gets booed off the field. So that was, <laughs> that was incredible. Uh, they uh, that on. And we have a great question here from Bressman. Will the Eagles bring back Nick Foles once again with Carson Wentz in an early season decline? Um, <laughs> if he's a free agent in the offseason, I don't see why not. But we do have to remember, Joe, they did draft Jalen Hurts. They did. They're probably going to get him in there at some point. Yeah. Uh, so we both agree. Uh, I think the Eagles are going to win this game. I think Miles Sanders is going to have a, if he, if he's in the home game, I think he's going to have a huge day. I think he's one of those like three or four, like must play guys, whether you're playing fantasy, whether you're playing DFS, uh, the Bengals run defense is Swiss cheese. Nick Chubb really literally read all over them last week. With that said, uh, the Eagles, as of right now, should not be five and a half points against anybody, you know, let alone the Bengals. Uh, laying five and a half points, given what we've seen from them over the course of the first two weeks, it's a lot. So uh, I think the Eagles will win the game. I think Miles Sanders will have a big game, but I do like Joe Burrow a lot. I think he's going to be good. Uh, obviously, he's going to have to basically keep his team in the game, but I think he'll do so. I think he'll do enough to, to, to keep the game. Right. Somewhat tighter. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I like grabbing the points with the Bengals. Next game up, got the Browns hosting the Washington football team. Big line, seven-point favorites of the Browns. Um, I don't know if I would – I think I'd have to go money line Browns in this one because, to me, this game has backdoor cover right all over it. I think the Browns are going to win, uh, but I think – I don't know if they're going to – I don't know if they cover the seven, so – you know, maybe I maybe I would go with the plus seven here with Washington, but I do think the Browns will win this game. Uh, they look at last week. You know, Odell Beckham Jr. had a good game. Kareem Hunt had a good game. Mayfield was decent, uh, but you did see that backdoor cover with the Bengals last week as well. You did, you did. They covered right at the very end as the Cleveland was up two scores. So again, my logic with this is. We've seen Cleveland, right? We've seen them over the course of two weeks. Are they good enough where they should be laying seven points? No. No. See, you already answered that for me. So, uh, yes, uh, both these teams are one and one Both these teams have had one good game, uh, one bad game. But I think a lot of people are simply riding that that like Cleveland Browns high because they, they really want this team to be good. And I think... Vegas here is trying to use the emotions of what the people wanting to like the Browns and wanting them to be good to their advantage here. Uh, to me, I thought this line would be like closer to like, I don't know, five, five and a half or so. Uh, the fact that it's seven gave me like a huge pause at the very, very start because Washington's defensive line is not bad. They're good. They're going to be able to stop Nick Chubb on the ground. And then at that point, now you're asking for Baker Mayfield to have a big game. You need you need 250 yards at least from him through the air. You need at least two or three touchdowns from him. I don't know. I like Ron Rivera as a coach. I think this line is absurdly high. I'm grabbing Washington in the points. Give me the plus seven. That's also one of my five plays of the week. Right, there you go. Breastman, Joe Burrow, early offensive rookie of the year candidate. Yeah, I think it's Burrow. Yeah. 
Herbert's going to be in the discussion now. We got Jonathan Taylor and uh, Edward Teller with the Chiefs. I think those are the four. Joe, am I missing anybody who could be an offensive rookie of the year candidate? How about Mackay no. Becton? Mackay Becton, your your offensive <laughs> line Jets future Hall of Famer, right? Chase Young, he's been looking very good. Player of the year? I don't think so. I don't think Chase Young is as good as everyone thinks, but I think it's a little too early. <laughs> Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Clark, Clark, Jimmy Clark, Joe Burrow going to throw seventy-five times this week. Hey, yeah. why not? Uh, LSU he threw lost. sixty times last week. LSU lost uh, on my other show here for Landry Football on Friday. I uh, I said to Michael on Destin Shreft, I said Mississippi State's going to win this game, air raid attack, and um, they and you know they they won with the points too. They uh, did. Breastman, does Odell Beckham Jr. become a trade option for the Browns? Uh, I don't think they're going to trade him during the season, but I wouldn't be surprised if this guy's a New England Patriot next season. I think uh, that's it's been trying. Bill's been trying to get him for a long time, and I, I think that's there's still a lot of interest there. And he, he's a phenomenal player. We've, we've seen the Patriots bring in these guys before. Antonio Brown didn't work out because all the field stuff. Randy Moss worked out amazingly, so I definitely could see that happening. Uh, next game here, moving on here, you got Buffalo Bills, one-point favorites against the Rams. I'll take the I'll take the Bills. I'll take the Bills with the minus one. This will be a good game, one of the better games of the week. But Josh Allen in the end is just too much for that Los Angeles Rams defense. I ain't going anywhere near this game. I don't know what's going to happen in this game. I think the Rams look a lot better than I thought they were going to look to start the Told season. They'd be a playoff team this year. And the Bills look very good. Uh, the Bills have a better defense, but the Rams' defense over the first two weeks has been pretty solid. Uh, Jared Goff had a huge day last week against the Eagles. I don't know if he's going to have that much uh, of a, a go at it today with the Bills' defense. Uh, again, to me, I think this game is a total toss-up. I think it's very 50-50, and you see that with the line here. Uh, the Bills are just a minus one-point favorite. Uh, I want to I want to pick the Rams, but the Bills' defense is too good. The Rams playing their second straight game on the East Coast this week. I don't think Jared Goff is going to be nearly as good in this game as he was last week. So I think the Bills get it done. Uh, I think strong coaching wins out. Uh, their offenses look pretty darn good the first two weeks. I think Diggs has been a great addition. They have two solid running backs that they can – basically cycle out with uh, Zach Moss and Devin Singletary. So uh, I think the Bills get it done here. I think it's a, a strong defensive performance today. Uh, yeah, so I mean, again, I, can, I just can't see Jared Goff being uh, as good as he was last week. This game is a total 50-50 game, total pick em. Uh But I'm going to go with you, and we're going to side with your Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen. All in on the Bills Mafia this year. You got the uh, the Blue Jays Mafia there as well. Uh Breastman wants to know if Jam Ramsey and Josh Allen have any history. Not that I could really, really think of, Joe. My missing no, thing no. was Jag- Jaguars days. Now, we know Jalen Ramsey thinks every QB in the league is horrendous, though. So, something <laughs> to keep an eye on there. All right, here's the game that I'm most looking forward to today at Lucas Oil Stadium. That is the Jets. 12-and-a-half-point underdogs against the Colts. Give me the Colts with the points here, Joe. I'm headed right after the show. I'm leaving New York, going right over the, the bridge into New Jersey. I'm going to visit nj.pointsbet.com. And I'm going to enter the promo code, all caps, one word, free cash, and place a nice bet on the Indianapolis Colts. 
to win this game by 12 and a half. What do you, what do you think? I think, I think Sam Donald's going to be horrendous. Uh, you know, no Le'Veon Bell. Uh, I don't know what the deal's going to be with their, their top guy, Chris Hogan, this game. Defense, not good. Makai Becton might be decent. I don't know. I, I don't see any way the Jets win this game. Well, I mean, they have to score points in order to win, right? Um, they've had very, very a lot of difficulty scoring points. What I will say though is Philip Rivers is the quarterback of the Colts, and he hasn't really entirely been great the first two weeks. Uh, yes, they had a really good performance against the Vikings last week, but I don't know if I don't know if Rivers is going to be able to sustain any type of consistency throughout the season. Uh, as it stands right now, he doesn't look as much of an improvement on Jacoby Brissett as I thought he would. You know, he does. De- he definitely looks like the aged Philip Rivers, right? Still an upgrade, still good. But to me, I think 12 and a half points is just why, you know, especially at this point, the Colts are one, the Colts are good. And I think they're good, but they, again, they're one and one. They lost to the Jaguars. They played the Vikings last week. The Vikings, all for all intents and purposes, look like one of the bottom six or seven teams right out of the gate, right? So we don't know. We don't have enough intel on the Colts to let us know. Okay, this team is capable of laying twelve and a half points. So I'm going to grab the twelve and a half points uh, simply because I just think the line is too big. But I still think the Colts are going to win a game. But I could see the game. I could see it being a seven point game. I could see it being a ten point game. I think with what happened last week, uh, especially with the com- the comments that Darnold made about just like calling the plays at the line. Uh, it came out that Gase doesn't really allow his, his players, the flexibilities uh, to, to audible, you know, a lot of the play calls that they stick with uh, comes from him and they stay with it. So uh, I think that they're going to need to do something a little bit different in this game. Uh, we'll see. But again, the 12 and a half, it's just, it's way too much, way too early in the season, way too many points to lay the Colts. I think are good. I know you think the Colts are good too. We both like Jonathan Taylor. Your buddy, but- your buddy here has, has a comment for us. V. Palmasano. Do the Colts make the playoffs? I think so. I mean, Joe I think so. I think they ball. get in. Yeah. So it's going to be a fun game, though. It's going to be really fun. Uh, I can't wait to check out Twitter during this game. It's going to be. It's going to be great. Watching all the Jets fans on my timeline. Uh, you and you in particular is just going to be. Tremendous. Uh, uh, what quarter does it? What quarter do we get the first Adam Gaze has to go tweet? From this Second quarter. Second quarter. All right. Second quarter. All right. Next game at you know just to, uh, no, breaking news here. Tyrod Taylor is out, and so is yep. Julio Jones. So Julio Jones, Jones is an out. Yeah, we both love the Bears in that game. Yeah, that line. So. Is, that line, I think, is going to swing. Joe and really Julio, Joe and Julio yeah. down by the schoolyard, taking the taking the Bears in this one, no doubt about <laughs> it. Uh, so get get your get your bets in now at nj.pointsbet.com. Free cash. cash. All right, so now we got a few more games here. We're gonna roll through them here in the next fifteen minutes. We got the Panthers taking on Justin Herbert's Chargers. Chargers six and a half point favorites at SoFi Stadium and. You gotta love the way the Chargers and Herbert played last week. I will definitely take the Chargers with the six and a half in this game. Christian McCaffrey is out. That's gonna be a big struggle there for the Panthers, who already are struggling without Greg Olson, uh, who is, of course, on the Seahawks now. And nobody else wanted him. 
give me the Chargers in this game. Like the way they played last week, they should have beat the Chiefs. Love the way they played last week. They should have beat the Chiefs. I thought Herbert looked awesome. I think he looked way better in that first game than I thought he would. That said, again, this line is way too high. The Chargers are one and one. And the reason why they're one and one is because Cincinnati's kicker, uh, you know, shit the bed in week one. Well, he got injured. Then, he got a gruesome injury. And then and then they needed overtime and they punted away in overtime to the Chiefs and proceeded to lose the game. So, you know, forgive me if I like the Chargers, which I do, and I think Herbert played really, really well. Forgive me if I think six and a half points is still a lot to like. And I mean, we do have Teddy Bridgewater on the other side who, for all intents and purposes, uh, we know he's a good player. We know he can; he's capable of moving the offense. Yes, no Christian McCaffrey is definitely going to hurt them. Uh, that means that they're going to probably not be at nearly as explosive on offense. But, I mean, the first two weeks, the Chargers haven't really been, you know, this explosive juggernaut either. You know, they've played two relatively close games. So if you believe in the Chargers and you believe in Herbert a lot, then you you believe that this game is going to be you know a seven to ten point game. I don't know. I just feel like this is going to be like a three maybe four point game either way. Uh, I, I don't think both teams Fair are enough. particularly great. The Chargers defense though, I think even without Darren James, is pretty good. Um, right. and I do, Jimmy and I do Clark, think Herbert's already, good. Jimmy Clark already sent the Adam yeah. Gates tweet. He writes him to go. He says the Panthers are not good. Might be in the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. Absolutely. That's Panthers, fair point. Yeah. Panthers, Panthers, Lions, Jets, and Giants are in the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. No doubt about it. Uh, and I think all four teams would definitely take Trevor Lawrence. Although the Jets, I, I don't know what they would do. Because if they don't take him, then you know the Jets fans are going to explode. But you just drafted Sam Donald, who I said beforehand was going to be a bust. But I don't know. That, the other thing is with Sam Donald is after this year, you got to decide if you're going to pick up that fifth-year option. You right. saw the Bears decline it with, with Trubisky. With Trubisky, yeah. It's, so, it's such a weird rule that you have to pick up the option a whole year in advance. Yeah, no, I play. agree. And yeah, Jimmy Clark says that Chargers D-line is a problem, though. And is there any team that that in the sweepstakes that wouldn't take Lawrence? That's a fair uh, point. I would think the Texans, the Chiefs, the Ravens, I think those would be the uh, – and, the and exceptions the, and the Seahawks would be the four teams that wouldn't take Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, and maybe I mean, the Bills. The Bills probably. I don't know if they take him. So, in terms of being a quarterback prospect, he's obviously the best guy since Locke. So, just for sheer value purposes, it would be a situation like what the Cardinals had with Kyler Murray, where they drafted Josh Rosen the, the year prior, but they had the opportunity sitting with Kyler Murray, where. He basically projected more so as a more of a game breaking prospect. So that's obviously Lawrence. Uh, I think I think the the Jets. Uh, I I think Sam Darnold is fine. I don't think he's the issue. But you don't turn the, away the opportunity to add Trevor Lawrence to your team. And the same logic would apply with the Giants. It's just it, it, you want the better asset. Like Lawrence as an asset is. You know, as good as you're, you're gonna get. You know, as good as you, you hope to get in the draft. Looks like Jimmy's got Sam Darnold going to the Saints. Yeah, no, that's not a terrible, not a terrible fit. Uh, Obviously, they had Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Brees last year. Drew Brees decided to come back this season. Uh, Over the course of the first two weeks, he's looked solid, but he hasn't really looked spectacular. Obviously, he can't really throw down the field. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is going back to the Patriots. I think they're gonna get rid of him. Uh, I think 
that Cam Newton is going to be in San Francisco with the 49ers. I think uh, he's going to get a big big deal. And Bill's fine with that. He likes Garoppolo. All right, next game here, you got the Lions who are going for the number one pick unintentionally uh, against the Cardinals. Cardinals laying five and a half. I'm fine with that. I'm taking the Cardinals minus five and a half. Yeah, like, I'm fine with that too. Has looked great with Kyler Murray, and Kyler Murray is going to run all over Detroit. And you got to go, go with the Cardinals here with the five and a half. Yeah, I think the Cardinals over the course of the first two weeks have looked like one of the better teams in the NFL. Uh, obviously, the two teams that they beat are San Francisco and Washington, who, you know, for purposes of this, probably more middle of the pack teams than than good teams that they look. So uh, I think the Lions uh, obviously look like the worst team. Uh, and I think this game, if Kenny Galladay plays, it'll be interesting. I think it'll be a little bit closer. Uh, I think this will be a relatively high-scoring game. Remember, these two teams played a really great game at the beginning of last season, and that was the game that they tied. So uh, I think you're going to see a really strong offensive performance. I think this is a huge game for Kyle Lamar because if he comes out and he has a strong game and the Cardinals go to 3-0, that means that this team, what you know is a baseline, they're good enough to take care of business against the teams that they're supposed to be beating, right? So if they come out and they beat San Francisco, they beat Detroit, they beat Washington, are they necessarily better than those three teams outside of you know quarterback? They're All those teams are probably even, but obviously Kyle Murray is what would put them over the top and give them the, the significant defense and – uh, as the, the, the significant difference. So I like the Cardinals. Uh, I know Kyler Murray is your guy. He's looked awesome the first two weeks. I think he's going to run all over the lines here too. Uh, that line secondary also doesn't really look great right now. A lot of guys are still banged up. You don't know how effective uh, Jeff Okuda is going to be. He's been injured uh, this first part of the season. So give me the Cardinals. We're going to lay the five and a half together. All right. No doubt about it there. We're on the same page. Next game, this to me, is interesting line here. You got your Seahawks hosting the Cowboys. Seahawks minus five and a half. I mean, minus five right now, uh, according to, to points bet. And, you know, the Cowboys, they're just in these close games. But I don't think they're that good. Um, <laughs> I, I, I just, I don't know, maybe their opponents have just played down to them. But I think I'm going to go with the Seahawks here, minus five. Obviously, your guy Russell Wilson. I love Russell Wilson so far, and it's it's going to be uh, it's going to be an interesting one. Jimmy Clark, man, if only Detroit had a guy like Darius Slay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they definitely could use him. So uh, to me, this is the game of the week. I think both these two teams are good. I think Russell Wilson is amazing. He's my MVP pick. Be my MVP pick after this week. Um, but that said. I think with what you've seen over this with the Seahawks the first couple of weeks is that this offense has been amazing, but the secondary has been definitely vulnerable. They have not really put the clamps down and stop teams, uh, you know, from scoring, you know, offensively. We saw the Falcons able to put up points in week one. We saw the Patriots come in with Cam Newton in week two and they put up points, right? So, to me, I'm thinking, okay, is Dallas a great team? We don't really know yet. But I like Dak Prescott's good. Zeke is good. Uh, the rest of that offense is good. They have, you know, good receivers. 
to me, I think Dallas will put up points. And because Dallas will put up points, I think they're going to be in the game. And because they're going to be in the game, I'm going to grab the points. Now, this is one of my five best bets of the week. Their pass rush is so bad, like Jimmy Clark says. No, it is. It's it's definitely true. But to me, I think you could get away with it in a game like this because I think it's just going to be a very up-and-down game. Uh, The Seahawks, it's a very steep line because I think they're good, Uh, but their defense has not proved that they're able to cover. This is not a game I would bet on. I wouldn't bet on. And I'm grabbing, I grabbed the Cowboys when they were five, and now they're getting five and a half. And for some reason, I feel like this line is kind of treading in the wrong direction. I think the Seahawks should be favorites. I think it should be closer to like four or four and a half. Uh, mm-hmm. Now we're seeing the Dallas go to five and a half. I don't know. That line's going very fishy to me going that way. We'll see. Uh, again, I think the Seahawks defense will eventually round into form, but as of right now, they're not really good enough to be laying as many points as they are. So I'm going to grab the points of the Cowboys, and I do think the Seahawks will ultimately win the game. I think it'll be like a three-point game. All right, next game here, the Bucks favored by five and a half against the Broncos. The Bucks have done nothing to show me that they can cover a big spread like this this season. Uh, of course, no Drew Locke, but you got to like what you saw to Jeff Driscoll last week for the Broncos. And, of course, Blake Bortles is, is their backup quarterback now, so – that's interesting one there. Um, everything on paper, you would say like, all right, got to go with the Bucks here. You know, come on, the Bucks are going to cover. Look at their team. I uh, haven't been overly impressed by them so far, but if I had to choose, I think I'm going to go with the Bucks to cover barely at the five and a half. See, I think this game, I think the altitude and I think the travel to Denver is going to play a role. Uh, I think. The Broncos, yes, they're own too. So I think the desperation factor uh, and the 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 will to win this game, I think, is going to be higher for the Broncos because I think putting yourselves in an own three hole, especially in a division where the Chiefs are definitely definitively the best team, uh, the Raiders are two and zero right now. They came out of the gates looking good. Uh, I think Herbert is an upgrade on Tyrod Taylor for the Chargers and the Chargers. Obviously, we just said before. Uh, their defense is solid, even without Darren James. So if the Broncos go to 0-3 and they're the fourth best team in the the uh, the, uh, the AFC West, then it's going to be a much uh, a huge uphill battle for them. So I think this is a must-win game for them. I think defensively they're good enough to keep themselves in the game. Uh, the Bucks, I think they will ultimately round out to a really good team, but – we haven't seen necessarily that that chemistry come all together so far. I mean, yes, they put up points last week against Carolina, but Carolina's defense is not really that great. So I think the altitude will play a huge factor here. Uh, I think the Bucks will ultimately end up being in the game at the very end and probably winning it. Uh, but I do think the Broncos are alive in this game, and I think it's worth I think it's worth enough to to grab the points. Uh, Simply because, again, you know, it's 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 tough early in the season. I think a lot of these lines are still too high. We saw it last week. I said the same thing, and a lot in the case, in a lot of those cases, those lines end up, ended up proving last week to be way too high. So, again, too high of a line. I'll grab the five and a half with the Broncos. I think the Bucks can will and ultimately win the game, though. All right, now this is the my next the next game Sunday Night Football, my easiest bet of the week. Once again, the best team in the NFC. 
The Green Bay Packers are getting points. The Saints are <laughs> great. Give me the Packers plus three. Such yeah. an easy bet. That's no such an easy. Aaron Rodgers is looking tremendous. Packers are looking really good offensively and defensively. And, you know, the Saints are just coming off a loss against the, the Vegas Raiders where they didn't look that good. How do you not take the Packers plus three in this game, Joe? To me, I think I think they want you, like they're begging you to take the Saints. And we're on the same page again with this. Uh, I think Rodgers has looked phenomenal the first two weeks of the season. Uh, I think he's looked MVP worthy. He uh, Obviously, he's not near the, the tops of the MVP talk because a lot of people are talking about Russell Wilson, Josh Allen, Kyler Murray. Uh, but Aaron Rodgers is right there, man. He's been freaking awesome. I think the chinks in the armor last week for the Saints started to show themselves. And last week was kind of what I was getting at with my season preview. It's not that I don't think the Saints are a bad team. It's just that I think this year, over the course of their season, they're going to be vulnerable. Uh, obviously, they played a, a game last week that they were very capable of winning, but the Raiders ended up time. winning by two scores. Clark says it's Jameis time. I don't think so. It's not Jameis time. Not yet, but uh, no, at no point in this season they pull and breeze for Jameis Winston. It depends on how the next couple of weeks play out because again. To start the season, Breeze has not been bad, but his yards per attempt have been really, really low. He's just obviously losing Michael Thomas will do this, right, because he he loses that that big-time playmaker and guy who's basically a safety valve for the offense. But, again, it's like I said, I don't think the Saints are necessarily going to be bad. It's just that the schedule is a little difficult this year. Obviously, they play the AFC West. They came out. They lost the game to the Raiders. This game at home is against Aaron Rodgers. It's a tough, tough game against the Packers. Uh, I think the Packers right now, as it stands, look like the class of the NFC North again, right? If and if they move to three and zero, they have the inside track to win that division because I don't know if either the Bears or the, the Vikings are going to be able to catch them. So I think it's a huge game for the Packers. And Packers you're getting, and you're getting three points. Packers looking to lock up that number one seed. And again, Alrighty. again, the Packers are, are the underdogs, which is just crazy. All right. Now, here's the big game of the week. Monday Night Football. Football. The Chiefs taking on the Baltimore Ravens. Ba, 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 ba. This is a game ba, 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 ba. that I, I wouldn't touch this game. But, uh, you know, Chiefs getting three and a half against the Ravens. I think they could definitely cover there. Uh, I, I don't know when the last time is the Chiefs uh, didn't didn't cover a game when, uh, when they were getting points. Um, so the Chiefs are the underdogs here. Usually they're not the underdogs. Uh, three and a half with the Chiefs getting. Got to roll with the Chiefs on this one. Uh, again, this is a total toss-up. This is going to be the game of the year. It's going to be absolutely thrilling, very exciting. Uh, both these guys are definitively the two best, I think, a quarterback in the NFL. Joe, if you're a defensive coordinator, who would you least rather go up against, Mahomes or, or Jackson? Mahomes. To me, I think his ability to basically fling it and it goes 60 yards in the air, uh, his ability to scramble. Obviously, Lamar, in terms of being a runner, I think is more effective than Mahomes. I think he's a a really great runner, very elusive, uh, very much a playmaker. His accuracy is very, very underrated. He's a very accurate guy. 
But I think in terms of the overall package right now, obviously Mahomes is there and and you win Super Bowl MVP. So you you should get the respect of me answering like you're a Super Bowl MVP. Uh, but this is going to be the hardest game of the year for the Chiefs. Uh, this is going to be the best game of the year, I think. One of the best games of the year. Uh, I think both these two teams are very, very even. I think we were semi-robbed of watching these two teams in the AFC Championship game last year. Uh, with that said, I like the Chiefs a lot, but I think this is a huge spot for the Ravens. They lost this game last year in Kansas City. I think there's going to be a lot of motivation for them to bounce back and come and win this game and prove that they are right there with Kansas City atop as like the two elite teams in the AFC. So I think the line is fair. I think it was going to be three and three and a half either way. Uh, laying the three and a half is very, very difficult because you have to lay that extra half point. Uh, I think most people who are betting this game are probably buying the hook and putting the, the, the Ravens from three and a half down to three. But I will lay the points. I think the Ravens will win this game. I think last year losing that game against the Chiefs will act as motivation. Uh, I think Lamar looks really polished and really – Amazing right out of the gate as well. So I think this will be a game like a 24-20 kind of game, like 27, uh, 24, 27, 23, somewhere in that range. Uh, and I think the Ravens will end up winning. All right. So that that's that's gonna do it here with with all our bets. Of course, courtesy of our, our guys at American Bite Experts, visit nj.pointsbet.com and enter the promo code free cash. Now free cash is all caps. And no spaces. That's nj.pointsbet.com. We want to thank all of our listeners today who are listening on live stream. Everybody on the podcast version, thank you as well. Thank you so much for our comments. And enjoy the rest of week three here in the NFL. For Joe Calabrese, I'm Nick Durst. And this has been You Know I'm Right on Football. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.